Hello and welcome to Embrace Relief with Chelsea Winterholler. I am a certified life coach who helps moms embrace the relief that comes from finding emotional freedom around your child's future. I have had a child die, I have a child who experiences anxiety, and I have a child who lives with a life-threatening allergy. And I used to go at facing it all alone. The worry and fear completely consumed me until I found a life coach who would help me process all of the emotions that I was having about my children's futures. I am so excited to help you on this journey and watch you in turn help your kids. This is episode 48, Relationships and Gratitude. Hello, hello. I hope you are having a beautiful morning as I am excited to invite you into a challenge with me today. I had a friend recently send me a new book and it is called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. And I'm sure many of you have heard of it before, uh, but essentially, I'll sum it up for you, it is a gratitude challenge. So every single day for 28 days, you are committing to be grateful for different things in your life. And I am beginning today. So I would love it if any of you who are listening would like to join me. I have noticed recently that I have been taking a lot of things in my life for granted, especially my relationships, these sacred, wonderful relationships that we have an opportunity to be a part of here on this earth. And I, um, so when my friend challenged me to do this, I was really excited to, to join her. And I began reading the book yesterday and something that I really loved was by the Shawnee Native American leader, Tecumseh. And this is what he said. When you arise in the morning, give thanks for the morning light, for your life and strength. Give thanks for your food and the joy of living. If you see no reason for giving thanks, the fault lies within yourself. I find that to be absolutely true. Times that I am being extra um, internally driven or looking at myself more often than looking outside of myself, I am not seeing opportunities to give thanks. I'm not looking at all of the things in my life that I can be grateful for. So I am just excited to try this gratitude practice, to have an opportunity each and every day to write down 10 things that I am feeling grateful for and write down why I am grateful for them. I'm excited to see as I go through the book what Um, other gems I find that can actually help me walk out of my home or wake up in the morning, whatever it may be, and actually have my eyes automatically start recognizing all of the things that I am grateful for. And I'm especially excited because Rhonda also says that as we believe in this magic of gratefulness, more will come into our lives. And 
I am so pumped to see what comes into my life, the wonderful, beautiful things that start to come into my life as I recognize the things that I already have. So I hope you'll join me. I, If you are going to join me, go ahead and send me a message. Uh, you can do it on social media, through my website, and we can chat as we go throughout this month. I think that'd be such a great opportunity for all of us. So today, let's talk about gratitude and relationships and why are they even connected? I believe that we really have three types of relationships or three types of very important relationships in this world. And the first is with a divine creator. The second is the relationship that you have with yourself. And the third is the relationship that you have with those around you. We have an opportunity as human beings to feel this sense of belonging and we all desire it. We definitely have different levels of desire. I would say that in my life, my desire to belong is intense. I love to be with people. There are very few times in my life that I actually prefer to be alone. I love to be alone when I'm exercising. And other than that... (laughs) That's about it. That's about my cap. I have an immense desire to belong. Now, some people actually have a larger desire to be alone. They have an opportunity to um, connect with themselves better when they are alone. But no matter what end of the spectrum you are on, you are a human being and we were built with this desire to belong, to have relationships, to recognize that we need other people in our lives. We have a desire to connect with those around us. And if you don't have the kind of relationships in your life that you want, I don't want you to think that you will never have them. The things that we talk about today are available to each and every one of you. And I am especially excited about this book, this new gratitude challenge, because she specifically speaks about that in the beginning. Even if it's something that you don't have right now, you can create it in your future. And that is especially exciting to me. I know that this desire for belonging has so many purposes. And I feel that one of those purposes is to actually have the opportunity to serve and to lift and to comfort other people in their struggles, to have the opportunity to show empathy and care and love for another person. And another reason that we have this desire for belonging is for ourselves, right? We all want to have the opportunity to truly connect with other human beings. That connection has the capability to fuel our hearts and fuel our minds, and it helps us make more of our lives than we currently are right now. Having connection and belonging strengthens the way that we see ourselves. Isn't that beautiful? 
I think it is such an amazing, amazing thing that as we strive to connect with other people, that we will be so immensely impacted that our relationship with ourself will become stronger. So I have a wonderful, wonderful thing to tell you right now. You get to go first in building relationships. You get to be the one that builds relationships for you. Absolutely no one else in this life can do it for you. Only you. You can build your relationship with your spouse, with your friend, with your parent, with your neighbor, with your child's coach, with your child. You can ask for help in doing it. You can let this person know, hey, I would like to improve my relationship with you. I would like to take a step forward here. But I want you to know that you are the only one who gets to be in complete control of every relationship in your life. Nothing that anyone else says or does gets to determine your relationship with them. I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine walking into a room where there are about a dozen people and there are people scattered all over the room. And as you are walking into the room or maybe even for the hours or days before you go to this event, your brain is having thoughts. You are thinking things like, I don't know who I will talk to, or I don't even know what we will talk about. Or maybe what if no one talks to me? You might be thinking, I don't have anything in common with any of these people. In essence, what you are thinking is, I don't belong here. Do you know what happens to your body when you think these thoughts? Your body starts to feel your heart pounding and your palms sweating. Your shoulders might get tight. You are literally spending those moments or hours or days before the event convincing yourself that you do not belong in that room. You are giving in advance all of the power for the relationships that you could have or could be developing in your life to how other people in that room might choose to act or what other people in that room might choose to say to you. What if it was all within your power? What if every relationship that you had was within your ability to morph it however you see fit? Again, it is. This is such good news. When you are preparing to walk into a room of people that you know well or that you don't know at all, here are a few things that you can think. You can think the thought, I can become genuinely interested in someone here. You might have different interests, but do you know what? You can connect on their interests. 
Have you ever been in a situation where someone cares about something that you like, even when they have no skin in the game? Do you know you can give that gift to someone else? I gave this gift to someone a few weeks ago. It was a person in my church congregation. She is probably 25 years older than me. And I, she kind of sticks to herself most often. And I walked up to her and I just said, hey, what do you have going on this week? And she didn't say nothing or I'm not doing very much or choose not to share with me, which was a huge step and wonderful thing that she did for our relationship. But she told me, I'm actually going to be riding in a hundred mile bike marathon or, or whatever it may be called. And immediately my brain was like, oh, boring. You know nothing about riding bikes. Why would I continue to ask her questions here? But I had decided beforehand to become genuinely interested in her. So I asked her, why did you get into biking? Are you biking with other people? What's the biggest challenge about biking 100 miles? What is your training regimen? I have no idea what it looks like. Please enlighten me. Do you know what a gift that was to our relationship? We immediately were immediately were able to connect over something that was interesting for her. It was such a gift. And since that, she has actually told me how wonderful it was that I simply asked her about something that she was interested in. It was so beautiful. We were able to connect immediately on something that I literally could care less about, but I cared about the person. Telling yourself that you can become genuinely interested in someone in the room will help your relationships grow leaps and bounds. And do you know what is so awesome? As you learn this skill, you have the opportunity to teach your children a similar skill. One of my children just walked into the room and said, what does this have to do with helping your kids find relief? (laughs) And he has such a good point. I am so grateful that I am able to learn these skills because my kids do have these same feelings because they are humans and they are seeking after belonging. They are seeking after opportunities to feel connection and love with those around them. And learning this, learning that I am the person that creates connection in my relationships actually helps me teach the exact same things to my children. It helps me know how to help them when they walk into a room and they are thinking the thought, I don't belong. These tips will not only help you, but they will help the people in your life. Okay, something else you can do. Just smile. It's really hard to approach a person (laughs) who is not smiling who has a frown on their face or looks like they don't want to be there. So if it's too scary for you to walk up to someone and be genuinely interested in them, try something else. Just smile. Another thing is remembering someone's name. If you say someone's name 
three times within two minutes, you are 50% more likely to remember their name. I met someone last week that they had kind of a different name. It was beautiful, but it was definitely different. Her name was Saray. And I was like, she actually said, you'll never remember it. It's okay. And immediately I said, actually, I'm going to remember your name, Saray, because I'm going to say it three times within the next two minutes. And do you know what? Someone 30 minutes later asked me, what's that girl's name? And I knew her name. I totally knew her name. Remembering people's name is the best thing that you can do. I think I have heard that our name is the most beautiful sound we will ever hear in our life. So remembering their name is an immediate way to connect with someone. You can also take an opportunity to be a good listener. This is how every relationship begins. It bounces right back to becoming genuinely interested in people around you. Listening to what people are saying, actually concentrating on what they are saying. Do not interrupt them. Use good body language. Make eye contact with the person that is speaking to you. And you can even ask questions to clarify things if you need to. I love to even repeat what they are saying to me if I'm not sure where to go next and to let them expound on the things that they are telling me. I want you to know that you are not put here in this life to feel isolated and alone. You are given other humans and people around you because you have something to offer them. You have connection and belonging that you desire deeply and other humans do too. So whether you choose to just smile at them, to be genuinely interested in them, to give advice or just to lend a listening ear, It is up to you and only you to be the one who is going to go first in the relationship, to be the one who is going to be vulnerable with the people who you are surrounded by. And it might be your best friend or a spouse. Being vulnerable with the people closest to you is sometimes the hardest. Maybe you're not walking into a room where you have 15 strangers, maybe you are walking into a room where you just had a disagreement with someone that you are close to. Doing these same things, being genuinely interested in the person in front of you and where they are coming from, taking an opportunity to listen to them, how they are feeling and where they want to go from here can create these beautiful, healthy relationships that you are longing for. As I am beginning this gratitude practice, I am so excited to have an opportunity to write down something that I am grateful for about individuals in my family each and every day. Because I know that as I have moments throughout my day of frustration or impatience or anger or even sadness, that I will also have had the opportunity 
to begin my day with something that I was grateful for about this person. I cannot wait to see the transformations in my relationships as I start to actually point out these moments of gratitude that I have for each and every person that I am trying with all of my heart and my intentions to increase my connection with. And sometimes being vulnerable and going first is hard, but it can help you. It will help you create lasting connection with the people who are most important to you, the people that matter most. I recently learned that vulnerability is the most courageous action we can take. I want to encourage you to be courageous and go first in the relationships that you want to have in your life. I would urge you in these relationships to seek not to judge these people before you even have the conversation, or maybe even after you have the conversation. I heard a story lately about a man who took his prize-winning dog to a dog show. He had won tons and tons of awards before, and he was expected to take this one, take the gold medal at this one. And as he got to the dog show, the dog was not performing. He wasn't doing anything that he commanded him to. The dog continually just kept to run up to his trainer and sit down, even lay down. And he was feeling so frustrated and so mad because his prize-winning dog was going to take last place rather than taking the gold medal. And it wasn't until later that the trainer realized that his dog has been had been injured, that he had a huge cut, gaping wound on his stomach where the train was trainer was not able to see it. And it just makes you think, how often do we judge other people? based on their actions and based on the words that they may be saying or based on the things that they actually aren't doing. When, if we fully knew what they were going through, we might react completely differently. We might use compassion or we might listen more clearly. We might have an opportunity to help them instead of just adding to the hardship that they are going through with the judgment that we have for them. And I don't know about all of you, but my brain loves to judge. (laughs) I judge my kids' teachers. I judge the guy at the grocery store. I judge my friends and my family. And our brains as humans just love to do this. So, of course, when we're preparing to walk into a room with our spouse to have a really intense conversation, or when we're walking to a room full of strangers, our brain starts thinking, these people won't ever listen to me. I don't belong here. And as we do that, we immediately create disconnection in our relationships. I want you to try the things that we have talked about today. I want you to try not judging someone before you enter a relationship or a conversation. 
with them. I want you to try being a good listener, remembering people's names, just smiling and telling yourself that you can become genuinely interested in the person in front of you. As you practice these things, and as you hopefully join me in this gratitude practice over the next month, you will have an opportunity to create more connections in your relationships. I can promise you that. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at Winter Holler Coaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.